This is the Alternative Edge, home of KBVU Podcasts. Welcome back to Football Unfocused. I'm joined by your Iowa host, Austin West. Joined with my co-host from California, Lavelle Harris. Lavelle, say hello. Hello. Glad to be back for another week. Another week. And of course, like we promised last week, we have a guest on this week. Our Canadian guest on the host and fantasy champion as well, Vanda, host of the Tight Ends Podcast. Vanda, say hello. Hello, everybody. So good to have you on. It's been a long time coming, that's for sure. I know. I, I feel like I had you on mine. Well, was it last year for Super Bowl? I think it's been at least a year. Yeah, I, I want to say because I just just working this morning because I work over at Fairway. I saw the uh, Starburst jelly beans coming back into stock, <laughs> and that remind that reminded me of the whole conversation and how we sent candy back and forth because yes. they don't have Starburst candy jelly beans up in Canada, which the saddest thing. The saddest thing. It is. And I think we probably need to check. I'll check again this kind of season to see maybe if, you know, because eventually sometimes we get your like cool Oreo flavors and stuff. But um, we do have Mars Bar. I don't know if you guys have. You just have it under a different name. I th- um, yeah, I think Mars Bars are just like rare to see in stores because they're not so mainstream. But I think yeah, we definitely yeah. have them. And uh, ketchup chips, ketchup flavored chips. Mm-hmm. I didn't send you guys ketchup chips. Oh. Maybe no. Maybe I'll do that. Oh, I'm telling you. <laughs> that's, that's, they, hey, they, I rem- yes. Yeah. yeah, I remember as a kid, that was a big thing. Like potato yeah, chips and ketchup. That was a big thing for sure. Like sometimes you'd do that. Lavelle, did you ever do that? Since you're from California? No. I mean, you might- no? I don't no. think I did that. I don't know why. That's not very. It's not bad. It's not I, a mean, thing. I don't think I did. I don't think I've done it in years, but. <laughs> well, like if you think French fries and ketchup, it's oh, it's not yeah. it's not a big leap to do right. the ketchup flavored. But uh, yeah, we've got those. Okay, I, I think uh, if Austin, if you're at the same place, maybe I'll send you some ketchup chips, some all dressed. <laughs> I don't think you guys have all dressed <laughs> chips. All no, dressed. I've never even okay. I've never heard of those. Heard of yeah. What makes and, a chip um, all dressed? <laughs> it's 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 got everything. So think oh. like um like an everything bagel. It's like oh. got it's got everything. It's like an all dressed. And uh, maybe I'll throw in some Hawkins cheesies. Not my favorite, but a lot of people swear by Hawkins cheesies. I guess we'll have to find some things to send too. Because <laughs> maybe I'll have Lavelle send some stuff from California that hey. wouldn't normally be up there since he's over there right now. Since he's at home. What's well, there's mind? a there's a huge when the border, of course, is open normally. There's a huge um, uh, across the border of Trader Joe's items. Because we oh, don't yeah. have we don't have Trader Joe's up here anywhere across Canada. So whenever anyone goes, like you give your list of Trader Joe's items. So <laughs> <laughs> there's a huge, there, yeah, it's it's a huge underground thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, since we're talking about food, we should probably move on to football because that's the main <laughs> topic of this podcast. What, I is this, what is this tight ends podcast where we never actually talk about football, just food? <laughs> Hey, I'm okay with talking I'm, about food as I'm much as you want. I'm down for a food podcast. Like, let's do that. <laughs> food okay. unfocused instead of football unfocused. Yeah. We'll start another one. Just a spinoff series of this. But, I mean, a lot of stuff going on in football. I mean, the main thing recently has been the Super Bowl. I, that's a few weeks out now. People have started to realize, wow, Tom Brady really is that good. Mm-hmm. Um, And he's going to come back for next year. I'm Sure, he was will make it if not to the Super Bowl. 
darn close next year as he usually does. I mean, that's always one of the things that go with it. Free agency is up now. I mean, we've seen players, J.J. Watt, one of the big ones that is now wanted to release a trade from the Houston Texans, and yeah. he voiced his interest in the Cleveland Browns earlier today. Uh, so Green Bay fans are not happy about that. I can tell you that for sure. See DeAndre trying to get him back, trying to get yeah. him to Arizona. He should come to the Chargers, though. That's what I want. <laughs> I swear, I swear, and I'm going to listen to my last episode of my podcast again. I swear I said, what about the Browns? Maybe JJ want to go to the Browns. I swear I said that. I'm going to go double check it. That's I, a, I, think, I think I called it. That's a bold call, too, if you did call it. I would never Brown. expected him to say, yeah, the Browns are just kind of where I want to end up. I would have never – I think that would have been one of the last teams I probably would have thought of, to be honest. Because if I Green, if I get yeah. this, then I'm I mean I gotta come back to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, yeah. <laughs> gotta keep it going, gotta keep the streak alive. Yeah. We'll just have you call every free agency where they're gonna go and see how many of them you can get right. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was thinking JJ, maybe Green Bay, he's a Wisconsin native. He might go back uh, there, he might go with his brothers to Pittsburgh. Steelers, I mean, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, that would be nice. I'd love to see him in Pittsburgh with all his brothers. I think maybe Arizona, maybe Arizona. I don't know if he'd ever go to Arizona. I wouldn't have thought that. I think another one I would have thought maybe Buffalo. Buffalo might have gotten him because he wants to be, he probably wants to be a contender. I mean, he spent how many years in Houston and Houston's no good at all. <laughs> at all. Right. Mm-hmm. I just, I want, I mean, I know you're talking about JJ Watt right now, but Deshaun Watson, I just want. I want something good for him so bad. I, Absolutely. I like hashtag free Deshaun. <laughs> like I've ordered the t-shirt. Like He's I just, trapped. I want him to end up somewhere well. Him and Dak Prescott are the two I'm most anxious about and lose sleep about at night. Cause aren't you guys are Cowboys fans, aren't you? So you really want to keep Dak Prescott most likely, I assume. So I'm a Cowboys fan by marriage. So my, yeah, <laughs> my husband, <laughs> has been a, <laughs> it's like my, my husband's been a Cowboys fan since forever. And uh, even before, like they had the Super Bowl run, runs in the nineties, cause we're that old, <laughs> but um, yeah. So for us, we, we want Dak Prescott, obviously, if he's going to be treated well, my husband, the other day literally said, and I'm shocked. He said, if Dak goes somewhere else, I might be tempted to follow. He's, Ooh. he's so, we are, we are so, I was, I was so happy to hear you guys give uh, Tony Romo some love on your last episode. Love oh, we love Tony Romo. We I love Tony, Tony Romo. Romo. Okay. So t- I feel like Tony Romo is so, has been so ill-treated and he didn't get what he deserved, which is at least a couple of rings on his fingers. And um, yeah, so we, we love Tony Romo. We just don't want to see the same that these these awesome quarterbacks just don't get used well or don't reach their potential, I guess. Yeah, right. I've seen so many things that kind of go along, not with those players specifically, but like Patrick Mahomes about his Super Bowl thing. They're like, this is exactly yeah. the kind of Patrick Mahomes you would see if the Bears were smart and would have drafted him. That's the kind yeah. of Patrick Mahomes you would have seen all season yeah. long if he would have been on the Bears. But obviously yeah. he got a much better team in the Kansas City Chiefs. And again, has been able to make two consecutive Super Bowls. Um, speaking of the Super Bowl, well, actually, well, before I get to that, where do you think Deshaun Watson will end up, Vanda? Where do, where would you like to see him go? Oh, I don't know. I don't. Um, I'm not. 
I'm not as up on everything as everyone else. Cause I know there's lots of talk of people moving around. Um, I, I want to like Pittsburgh. Um, I want Ben Roethlisberger to go away forever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where I just want him to go somewhere where he's, I don't know. Maybe what about the Rams? Is that crazy? Ooh. I they mean, they just got Matthew Stafford. Yeah. So I mean, oh, and they paid. Way, oh yeah, way too. Oh, they paid yeah. a lot for way him too, too much for him. Oh, so probably not that not he wouldn't have that. been good on that team. Yeah. I think that would have been a really interesting like thing to see. I think for sure, especially with the kind of offense they run a lot of times, a lot of jet sweeps and stuff with Deshaun Watson would be really nice. But yeah. they just got Matthew Stafford, so they probably could have paid the same price for Deshaun Watson. To be honest, I would say the Niners. Probably. It would Thank probably you. be the best fit. Thank oh, you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. That's that's only, my that's my favorite team. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the only place he could go, maybe. Because everyone else is like looking up with their quarterbacks and stuff. I know, but I also or, don't think we'll take him is the thing. The that's Lions, the problem. The Lions? You think the Lions? Nah. I don't think. Uh no, yeah. I don't think they would. They got Jared Goff. I think they'd be okay. I'd be sad if he ends up staying in Houston. He has to like sit out a year. Yeah. That would suck. That my would other, suck. Yeah. My other suggestion was that the Texans move to Calgary, Alberta, Canada. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alberta is the Texas of Canada. Uh, we could pr- maybe change the name, but uh, my husband says we don't have the fan base because of our spread out population. But uh, I guess I just, I just want Deshaun Watson close to home. <laughs> that would be nice. Hey, that's how Iowa basically feels. We're all over the place, but we got, and there's about five teams everybody cheers for, and you can never guess which which is which half mm. the time. Because right. I think Bears, Vikings, Chiefs, Packers, can maybe four. And then there's the then there's the other category, I guess, make it five. The other category where it's just random people like random teams that you would never expect. Mm-hmm. Like I grew up with a Raiders fan and then me at 49ers, and then everybody else was Bears, Packers, and Vikings. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, it's a whole weird place. I tell you what, when there's no teams around you, everybody's got a different fan base that they like, and you just got to guess kind of what, where are they closer to so they can go to games and what, what do you think they'd like in a team to be honest and who's winning, who's going to win. Exactly. It's sometimes it's who's winning when you're at a certain age. Like when you start really getting into football, you're at that age. You kind of, that's, that's how my husband became a Dallas Cowboys fan when we lived in like, the north of Ontario, like far away from any NFL. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's kind of how I started like the 49ers too. It was, it was a couple of years before their Super Bowl run against the Ravens, the blackout game. And they were starting to do good. I'm like, wow, I kind of like this team. And it was some of the only games we got on t- television on cable. Yeah. And so I'd be like, oh, I can actually watch them a little bit too. Nowadays they don't come in ever, but I mean, before they did, but it's a bandwagon. No, not okay. A fan, not a true fan. This is the Alabama true. fan football oh, fan. Oh, okay. That's for college. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm a diehard Charger fan. Yeah, I'm but Alabama Lord. bandwagon. Yeah. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> all right. Now I want to talk about the big thing I know that was a big thing I know when we had you on the podcast. I wanted to talk about because as you are the tight ends podcast, your favorite tight end is Rob Gronkowski, and Rob Gronkowski has came out of retirement this year, was in the booth, comes out of retirement, and plays again with Tom Brady on the Buccaneers, makes yeah. it all the way to the Super Bowl, wins the Super Bowl. 
And so I really wanted to hear your opinion on this whole journey that Gronkowski's been through starting retirement, then he was an, an analyst, and then he's back on the field and winning Super Bowls. What is your whole opinion on that? Okay, so am I allowed to do the song that I do on my podcast? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. okay, I hope that you, you don't suffer any copyright issues. Ooh, <laughs> wee, what's up with Gronk? What's up with Gronk? Rob Gronkowski of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, our favorite tight end. What has he been up to? <laughs> He's been winning Super Bowls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again. Um, yeah. Touchdowns. Yeah, we, uh, we highlight Rob Gronkowski. Um, being tight ends podcast, of course, you have to have your, your mascot. Rob Gronkowski, of course, is the best fit for that because he's great on the field and just hilarious off field as well. Um, so you always have something to talk about when you're talking yeah. about Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, basically I, uh, a living he, mascot. <laughs> yeah, when he retired, I thought for sure he was done forever because I thought he's not going to pull that trigger. Um, you know, he he can he can get into so many other things that like so many other doors are open to him. I thought he wouldn't come back. Right. Um, so and I also said Tom Brady would never play for anyone but the Patriots. So I was like completely <laughs> wrong on that. Um, <laughs> Unless I, unless I got JJ Watt going to the Browns, I got to look that up. But um, yeah, so I think, I think Rob is out for what he's going to enjoy doing at the time. So when he retired, he probably maybe really thought he was done because he only pictured playing with the Patriots. And I think he was kind of tired of that. Um, and he's old, which is so hilarious because he's whatever he is, like 28 or 29, which is like, quote unquote. He's only old. like two or three years older than Travis Kelsey too. Yeah. Is the thing they're really close in age. Yeah. It's, it's funny how we talk about age, uh, but no. So I think he just was like, what is he going to enjoy at the time? And I think Tampa Bay, like Tampa was a a pull, a draw, right? Because that's a cool place to live when you're Rob Rob Kirkowski don't own shirts. Um, (laughs) And I think he just thought it would be fun. And I think, uh, obviously it clearly was so he scored his 100th touchdown uh in that super bowl game oh it was his 100th touchdown yeah or- so adding up regular season and postseason uh he had scored 99 of course and then and i think i mean it might be one of the reasons why tom brady was like hey if this is our last go at this we might as well get you to 100 so yeah and they beat the joe montana jerry rice postseason touchdown record as well yeah. So I mean, two and yeah. one deal there for that touchdown. Yeah, he had two touchdowns that game, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He had two. Yeah. Yeah. So no, so, yeah. No, I think. Um, and then you know when you see their celebration, you're like, wow, celebrating in Tampa is a lot more fun than celebrating in New England. <laughs> oh yeah, that looked like a blast, a boat parade, and then Tom Brady actually letting loose for once. Yeah, like, like think of think of how they used to have the parades, right? In February or whatever. Like, listen, I live in Canada, so I'm not throwing snowballs at anyone, but uh, <laughs> you know, the celebration in Florida is a lot more fun. Uh, what did you guys think of this sort of uh controversy of throwing the Lombardi trophy from boat to boat? Oh, it scared me. Yeah, it scared me. And then I saw uh, the daughter of the person who invented the first one. She did not like it and she wants an apology issued. I couldn't believe that. I just think, like, if you've seen the Stanley Cup, uh, 
of course the nhl trophy if you've seen the way that thing gets passed around yeah um, exactly lord 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 stanley would be turning in his grave because they drink various beverages out of it it ends up traveling all over with the players and teams so i think you have to kind of understand like this is this is a a throwing sport and it is a trophy (laughs) yeah you need to have respect for it but but they want it it's kind of there i kind of get this i (laughs) feel the same way it's theirs it's theirs they can do whatever if they break it they pay for it and let's not forget that gronk dented the last one because he tried to play baseball with it let's not forget that like there was no outrage about him denting the thing as using as a baseball bet but oh the one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time underhands it across the some water i mean obviously he's going to complete that pass i mean it's tom brady (laughs) But <laughs> that's what causes outrage. He got scared because yeah. he underhanded, not overhanded. Yeah. Overhanded. No, I think uh, it is. It, it was clearly a celebration time. Is, is it? Is it something he would have done 100% sober? Probably not, because he is very particular of his image. But I think they were having fun, and like I, I don't see a problem with it either. And you know, like I I'm think sorry, I would, yeah. You know. I think I was more nervous about it than Tom Brady was, to be honest, when I watched the video. <laughs> I think I think Gronk would have would have like just dove in. Like I think he would have dove in after it without even thinking. And oh yeah, probably that would have created more issues. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> I definitely yeah, he probably would have saved it for sure. Someone would have um, saved it. Yeah. <laughs> but as you mentioned earlier, uh Titans podcast is coming to an end. And so I want to talk about kind of what what has led to the decision to kind of bring it to an end at now at this kind of day and age and what kind of a run it's been? How, how has it been to go through this whole experience? Well, after I won the fantasy football tournament, (laughs) I I was going to bring that up later. Don't worry. What else, what else can I do? I also won my hockey playoff pool last year. So I know hockey's not on this podcast, but for a Canadian, that's like, like I'm like, uh, it's a huge deal. I get to go on one of our Canadian coins now. Um, yeah, so I I started it about four years ago with a friend. We were both basically spouses of huge football fans. Um, I don't like to say like it's just wives because I think women are huge football fans, and um, you know sometimes the wives are bigger fans than the husbands and things like that. It was more like the fact that our husbands were huge fans we kind of, our lives were so involved with football, but we didn't really know a lot about it. We didn't totally understand a lot about it. Um, But like she had traveled to games with her husband. I went to the Pro Bowl in Hawaii for our 10th wedding anniversary. uh, What a trip. Because I'm the best, because I'm the best wife ever, obviously. Oh my gosh. Points for Sounds amazing. Yeah, that was back when the Pro Bowl used to always be held in Hawaii. And yes. so we watched it the year before, like it was around our ninth anniversary. We watched it and I said to my husband, Hey, why don't we go to the Pro Bowl for our 10th wedding anniversary? And he had booked it before I ended the sentence. So oh, I believe uh, that. Oh, I believe that for a fact. If I heard somebody say that, that thing's booked immediately. <laughs> hey, uh, Dan, Dan Marino was there. Um, um, and way too much Bud Light, but we won't talk about that. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's only fair to do it. I mean, yeah. when yeah. in Rome, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was fun. So we started the podcast to kind of talk about the things we enjoyed about it, which is really player stories. Like I said, I don't always understand all the X's and O's and I don't understand 
I don't keep up with where everyone is going and coming from, but I like the player stories. Like, so Deshaun Watson, he's one of my favorites um, because his, you know, he had a single mom. Um, they were given a house through Habitat for Humanity. Now fast forward all these years later and he volunteers and gives money towards Habitat for Humanity to kind of give back. So like, I love those stories about players um, more than their stats and things. So that's why we started the podcast to kind of like learn a bit more and also talk about the stuff that we kind of cared about. Um, sports fandom, the spectrum can be, you know, so vast. Like you don't have to know every single little detail to be a fan of sport. You, you're allowed right, to en yeah. enter wherever you are. So as time went on and I learned more to the point that I was able to win a fantasy football tournament, not to bring that up again. <laughs> um, it kind of, I kind of thought, is this still uh, the focus? Is this kind of, does this podcast still do the same thing it did at the beginning? And, you know, plus I also have other creative ideas, other stuff I'd like to do. And um, I love podcasting. So I'm sure I'll come back to it at some point. But uh, yeah, I just kind of thought, I think we kind of fulfilled what we wanted to do in four years. I won a Canadian podcasting award for outstanding sports, which is hilarious to me. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, so we just, we've had a lot of fun doing it. And, and my second last episode has a lot of clips and fun stuff. If you want to get an idea of what the show was like. Of course. And do you have the last episode already recorded, just waiting to post it? Or are you still in the process of recording that then? It's, it's done. It's done. Uh, we did it last week. Uh, we talked about the Super Bowl. My husband was on with me because um, he's my, he's, he's certainly during, during stay at home orders, he's, my favorite co-host because we're you know quite stuck <laughs> um <laughs> and so he came on with me my last episode and uh yeah it it it, it is he, he did say to me you've learned so much that it's almost like my tagline was always um I don't know much about football but I know a tight end when I see one ha 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 so <laughs> he said now you'd actually kind of know a lot quite a bit about football so your tagline doesn't always necessarily fit so yeah it's uh it's already posted the final episode so um yeah I've loved doing it it's been great and um yeah I can still love football just now I, I won't talk about it every week unless you invite me back on <laughs> <laughs> right I mean that's that's the whole goal is to have fun with the whole thing I mean and it's nice to bring new people into sports and stuff. And when you get more and more fans involved, um, I think it just does better for the community. I mean, the more fans you have, the more popular things can become, the more people can relate to each other and just kind of have that experience. And when you like, you're more relating the player stories that gives a whole new type of fan to be able to come in. They can see the other sides of players that most people wouldn't rather wouldn't normally see. Maybe they're, they always hear stats and stuff, but they never hear the feel-good stories that come with them. And so I think that's pretty good as well. And, I mean, really good run, obviously, four years long. That's as long as we're hoping to have this one run as well, four years oh, of our college careers. So hopefully, hopefully we can make it to as many episodes as you have. I mean, got something to strive for, and we don't have some United States outstanding podcast in sports. <laughs> we haven't won that yet. Um, but maybe someday, maybe someday we'll end up getting that. And so um, I guess it was kind of a weird time to put that in the middle, but we can, can move on to one of the big things that's been happening right now is called fan controlled football. Have you got either of you guys heard of this much before? I know Lavelle was kind of asking questions about it before we started. I heard of it because of um, Twitter and stuff. I didn't right. like, I hadn't seen it or anything. 
No, I, I have no idea what it is. Well, perfect. That allows me to demonstrate the rules. Basically, the basic rules of fan-controlled football, it's just seven on seven. So three linemen, the rest is the quarterback and then the receivers. There's a 50, it's only a 50-yard field. The games are meant to stay short, so it's continuous clock almost completely besides scoring. So they try to keep them an hour long. There are no kickoffs or punts. The field goal is just a one-on-one with the wide receiver in the corner. So basically you're just trying to throw a touchdown from like the five-yard line. Each team only gets two franchise players, so they get a franchise tag them, basically saying they get to keep them the entire season. Everybody else gets redrafted every week on Wednesday for that week's games. And then – what was that, Laval? That's kind of lit. I kind of like that. Yeah. I mean, so you never know what team you're going to end up on basically every week, unless, of course, you're the franchise player. And then the play calling – this is why it's called fan-controlled football – you vote on the plays. So all the fans, basically, they have an app or a website. They pull it up, and basically, you can vote with everyone else live on which plays you want to call. So you like, you'll choose run or pass, um, choose what lineup you want to have, like formats, stuff like that, like I formation, tough, stuff like that, zone one, defense, those kind of things. And you vote. Yeah. Whichever gets the most votes, the percentage-wise, that's the play that they, they run. And they also showed – the more you, the better you do. So like if you pick this person to be drafted and they get drafted and then they actually end up doing well, you get a little more experience points basically onto your account. And as you level up, the more sway your vote has on everything else throughout the game. So say if somebody's level 20 in fan controlled football, their vote's going to be worth 20% more than Than a level one guy. And so they can start to sway the votes that way. And I think it'll be the most interesting thing we've seen. They've already yeah. played two games. I was unable to watch them because I had a busy weekend. But, I mean, just looking at the, at the scores, we'll go with the team names here. So, while I'm saying the scores, the Wild Aces defeated the Glacier Boys with a Z, 30-22. Uh, to 22, And then the Beasts defe- defeated the Zappers, 48-44. to 44. So obviously we have some high scoring games and some fun names as well. And just based off that stuff, what kind of thing, what is your outlook on this type of football? Just based off what rules you've heard and the scores that you've heard in the names, either one of you, I guess. I kind of like it. It's just um, like, wait, are these like the guys on the teams? Like is Quavo on the team? Uh, No, they're the, they're the owners. Oh, owners? Okay. Now, I was going to do that after this little part, see how you guys felt about this fan-controlled football league. I like it. It's just kind of like the experience can probably get to, like, um, it could get to maybe, like, people can be faking their experience so they can control their game better, maybe. Because bets, they can start betting on it, huh? I'm not sure about gambling on fan-controlled football, to be honest. Yeah, can they gamble on it? I know you can have a stake in the teams, like you can buy shares in the teams right now. Yeah. So you can be part owner. Oh, I'm about to start. I'm about to buy. <laughs> I'm about to buy the Glacier Boys. The Glacier Boys. <laughs> it it sort of seems to me like a like a live action video game. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Like uh, like um, and and the other thing I think is I will never see my husband again. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, he is. He yeah he likes to play, yeah. 
Madden all the time. So this is gonna well, be well. He's more like no, no. He's more like uh, he plays from his from his couch, controlling who he thinks should do what, and he kind of like he he thinks he's the commissioner oh, yeah. <laughs> of the NFL. Uh, yeah, no, it's it, it seems fun to me, and plus they're only an hour long game is too so it's real it's real fast too so you're in and out and it's not most of your day taken up like it is with the nfl <laughs> yeah no exactly yeah which they say there's like 11 minutes of action in an actual nfl game right <laughs> but you sit there for three hours uh that i don't know it's interesting i have to kind of see them play and the smaller field is is like yeah. it would be fast paced yeah and they're in a little arena too so there's not much room between the field and the seats so like they have that padded up but there's not much room there for running out of bounds by any means i think maybe two three five yards maybe that's about it at most though so i mean it was interesting to see because i watched the part of the very first draft so like the workouts beforehand and it was some interesting stuff i mean they could put their own whatever name they want on the back of their jerseys as well so i thought that was pretty interesting because we saw some people with like twitter handles some people with nicknames, just all sorts of stuff on the back of their jerseys. Hey, um, we'll put, let's see if you're in it, we'll put George Little on yours. George Little. <laughs> George Little. And then you have to play tight end. Then I have to play tight I don't know if they have tight ends or if everyone's or just like, wide receivers. Or receiver. They probably count them. Probably. That's true. It's like the roller derby, right? With their names, like they make those. I think basically, yeah, like fun, it's whatever right? they want yeah. so they can just make stuff up. Because I know well, one so, guy, yeah. yeah. I know one I'm guy all... was Jerry dude was the back is his, it just said Jerry dude. And that was his Jersey. <laughs> it was all one word, just Jerry dude. Jerry dude. Mine is always vandalism just because. Oh, that's, that's... good. <laughs> that's, that's a my... good one though. That's yeah. my full name. No. Uh, yeah. This looks, I'm watching, I'm just watching a clipper on YouTube and yeah, it does look fast paced, but does it end up scoring high like basketball because the fields are so short or not? Um, last week's games were a 30-22 score and a 48-44 score. So, okay. I mean, sounds like average NFL scores, to be honest, lately. A little and, high, yeah. yeah in a exactly. lot of games, yeah. it's been that lately. But, I mean, the 30-22 seems about average. 48-44 um, is definitely scoring high on the upper side. But, again, depending on the players each team has, it might – one week we might have a 30-22. We might have a 7 – well, I shouldn't say 7. It's probably only even numbers – a six to 10 and then the next week of 52 to 54 or something like that. I think, Mm. I think it's all up for debate basically the whole time. Um, and the, one of the greatest things about this is the owners of each teams. And so I'll go through those real quick. The wild aces is they're owned by Greg Miller, who's an internet celebrity and comedian works with IGN. Um, and then Austin Eckler running back for the the Chargers, Los Angeles Chargers. Ooh, I said San Diego. San Diego. Oh, I almost said San Diego, but Los Angeles Chargers. Um, the Beasts, um, probably could guess. Marshawn Lynch is the owner of that one, along with Renee Montgomery, a WNBA player, and Miro, a WWE wrestler. And then Zappers is owned by Bob Mennery, the Instagram sports broadcaster. Um, who's always making fun of videos on there. Very funny guy. I believe he's one of my favorite people to watch. Sometimes he's hilarious with his calls and stuff. Cause he sounds so professional. And then it's just the most lo- least professional things you could say on like a sports broadcast. And they're just so funny. They're amazing. I, uh, I love Marshawn Lynch. So I would just 
cheer for him. The Beast's team. And of course, that's his <laughs> name. Beast. The Beast. And Beast. Yeah. Yeah, the Beast. Yeah. yeah. Beast mode. Of course. He, he exactly. definitely named it. I feel like he'd give a pep t- <laughs> he'd give the pep talk though, and you would have no idea what he had just said to you. <laughs> yeah. They actually had him in the booth for his game. And I think at one point he was just talking about yeah, yeah. salad I, and then I going to the bathroom that. afterwards. Yeah, like he I wasn't even talking about the game anymore. He was just like, I'm gonna eat this salad and I'm gonna run to the bathroom. And I was like, they're what? Like, yeah, they're like he's like in player view of like what's actually like goes on yeah. between in the player's head. He's like, What? I was yeah. like, Marshawn, you're crazy. And he's gotta he's, watch his mentals, you know? He's gotta yeah, watch, watch his mentals. <laughs> Save his chickens, watch oh, his mentals. I love him. And then also on that Zappers ownership, Trevor May, a pitcher for the New York Mets, and then Ronnie 2K, Laval, I know you know who that is, uh, owner of NBA 2K games. He needs to fix 2K21. That's what he needs to do. <laughs> Lavelle does not like 2K games. He does not. I like, I like 2K20. 2K21 needs to be fixed, though. <laughs> um, and then finally, the Glacier Boys, the one Lavelle wants to invest in, is run by Quavo, the famous singer. Richard Sherman, cornerback for the 49ers, probably soon mm. not to be on a soon to be on a different team. And then Destroying, who is a YouTuber and a former kicker for UCF. Yeah. And so I mean, they pulled anybody who would take a spot on these teams as an <laughs> owner, to be honest. Like it's just such a wide variety. And I know they talked about other people who were investors, like Bleacher Reports invested in fan control football. I think Joe Montana is an investor. And so they all have like part ownership in the league itself because they all invested in it. But definitely something to look out for, I think. Um, they have two more games this weekend. Again, it's only the four teams, which kind of sucks. There's not many games, but two hours of your day to watch football and then the rest you can do whatever you want. Isn't too shabby, I would want to say. <laughs> Yeah, and I can I say I, I think it's nice there's some there's some black ownership here. Like it's nice to see in a yeah. sport with predominantly black players to see some black ownership, which is one of my biggest complaints about the NFL. Um anyway, that's me on my soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> but no, right. It's just such a wide variety of people from different yeah. backgrounds, different careers as well, just all come together for just one thing to have exactly. fans play Madden with real people. Yeah, exactly. literally, that's literally what it is. Literally, live action Madden. That's all it is. I mean, and what a great idea that no one seemed to have decided to think of, and it's finally coming to fruition. What a year twenty twenty one is. After twenty twenty, we got real maybe, life Madden. Maybe that they was start our changing the rules, bro. I want to see no, no kickoffs and punts in the NFL, and just with the wide receiver one v one. That'd be kind of lit. That'd be, be kind of nice. nice. You see, like Devontae Adams versus Jalen Ramsey. Oh, you know, the best. That'd be kind of for just for extra points. That would yeah. be so nice. So oh, fun. what else? Oh, they decide who gets the ball first. I forgot to put this in there. They do it by rock, paper, scissors. Best two out of three. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I saw that clip <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, we've been training for this, Lavelle, because that's <laughs> all we do for our football meetings here at college. Like, yes. whenever we have team meetings, we always do rock, paper, scissors beforehand. So basically they've been training us to get into fan controlled football. So our team can always get the ball first. (laughs) I'm in there. (laughs) So do these players do other things? Like they can't be making a salary that can keep them. I would assume in the off season, they definitely have other jobs. 
I mean, I don't know what for sure, like Johnny Manziel, he's one of the quarterbacks, former Texas A&M, didn't really do much in the NFL. He's one of the quarterbacks for the teams. Um, I don't know what he does in his free time, but I'm assuming they've got to have like other jobs and stuff because there's no way they get paid a living salary just from these games, especially when they're moving around so much. Yeah, because even like Canadian Football League, like CFL players uh, do stuff in their in the offseason because the league just isn't at a point that it can sustain. Right. I mean, there are some players that do well, not NFL well at all, but um, there's some that do OK. But the majority of CFL players have to do something else. I'm, I'm, I'm picturing this league also being quite new. It probably. Yeah, you know, exactly. Just like the XFL fun to too. play though. I kind of want to go play. It kind of looks fun. <laughs> Honestly, it would be nice. I, mean, I don't know how good I do. I'd have to probably play D line to be honest. I don't think I could do wide receivers or corners. I'd have to be one of the D line or O linemen out there. Lavelle on the other, Lavelle could do that. He'd be fine, but he could play some defense. <laughs> I could go play defense, offense, name it. For seven on seven, I could play anything. Quarterback? Uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe he's not so confident in that one anymore <laughs> it does look like your backyard sort of football game though you know? yeah so, exactly yeah so we we all feel like we could play each position <laughs> right and i mean if they have backyard football plays that you could call too mm-hmm. i mean that's just bumps it up so much more as well Flatter. just some weird yeah some trick Full plays time. in there spider y banana <laughs> oh my gosh that's a normal play <laughs> no but it's a fun play. It's fun to say. Um, I think that about does it here for us because I know Lavelle's got class coming up. So, Van, is there anything yeah. you want to sound off on here? Uh, I mean, of course, promote your podcast a little more where people can find it. Well, I'm still on Twitter um, at the tight ends. Um, so you can find me there. That's my favorite place to, to fight with people. Uh, <laughs> And uh, yeah, the podcast is up still, will be up. Uh, it's, it's done now, but our last two episodes are kind of fun if you wanted to listen there. Um, I'm now starting a fan-controlled football podcast <laughs> <laughs> uh, called You're in the Seat. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, um, I like the title whoa. though. That's a good title. Uh, hey. Did you get that off the top of your head? Top of my head. This wow. Is, yeah, this That's is good. That was good. Um, but yeah, you guys, I would just say, keep it up. I love your discussion. Um, I love how open you are discussing things. You don't feel like you have to create controversy, um, but you just kind of express what you think. And sometimes you agree, sometimes you don't. I like that. I think you guys should keep it up. I think it's, it's great to hear uh, indie voices in podcasting, especially sports, because it's so controlled uh, from the top. And some, sometimes the message you get is always the same. So you guys keep it up because it's, it's nice to hear voices that are different. That's who I like to listen to. And um, if you do one about kind of the up and coming players and the draft, my husband's going to definitely want to listen because he's all over that stuff now. So, oh, we're definitely doing that. Draft season is one of my favorite times of year, right behind fantasy football season, is right up there. There's no combine this year. So, I'm really sad about that. But yeah, I'll survive. I'll, I'll, I'll survive. And oh, definitely. You, what you won't survive, Lavelle? Is that what you said? I don't know. I don't know if I can. <laughs> I don't know if survive. Combine's kind of crazy. I love combine. I don't know. The combine's so nice to watch. It's it's a nice relaxing time. Well, combine, yeah, combine yeah. is fun to watch. It's it's just a nice to get a different glimpse of of players because all you can really see, you know. But um, but my husband's watching all the video of their stuff in college, and he's 
deciding who's going to what team he's kind of like i said he pretend, he thinks he's a commissioner <laughs> <laughs> that's always yeah. the best to just yeah. think you're the team's gm and decide where you think what your team's gonna yeah. get what do you think everybody else is gonna get yeah it's always yeah. a good time but thanks so much for having me on this has been great it's it's nice to to talk uh football not that i'm that far out from my podcast but uh, it's kind of nice to keep talking it well, it's, we were glad to have you on and we appreciate the nice because I mean, it's been a year since I was on yours. We sent, we did all the candy and we talked about that, had those episodes. So it's been a really long time coming and we still need to get, there's a lot of people we've been getting meaning to get on like uh, Nick from what is sports. We need to get him back on here. Um, Cause I was on his about the same time I was on yours and we've just been falling behind on guests. I mean, we're, we're trying to catch up now in the off season. We got a little more stuff to talk about, a little more space to talk about. Um, Okay, I, I take it back. There's one thing I want to ask before we go, before we end this. It was the most okay. important question I thought. What do you feel about the people who do Canadian stereotypes? Like the, oh, it's real cold up here in Nova Scotia. <laughs> like those accents. Like, what is your opinion on those? Like, from an honest Canadian, I want to know their opinion on those kind of like impersonations and stuff. Well, I almost said um, a good drinking game is take a shot every time I say about in a funny way. <laughs> I, I don't know if your listeners are of drinking age or not. So I didn't want to encourage uh, any of that. Uh, although drinking age here is 18. So just to another but no, I think it's, if it's, if it's in good fun, it's fine. It's kind of like anything teasing um, can be fun and it, you know, can show some kinship whereas bullying is not so fun. Um, right. I do say A, like A drops into conversations all the time. It just does. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I've done it during this conversation because I don't even hear it anymore. Uh, and also Canada has a range of accents, not as many as you have in the US, but our East Coast accent, like you said, Nova Scotia, Newfoundland, I won't even try to do it because I'm, I'm terrible at it. They have a different accent. I'm from Ontario, kind of central. We're a bit more precise and a bit like we don't really sound as Canadian, I don't think, as people think. And yeah. then out west, out west, people sound a little bit different as well, a bit more, I don't know, I would say like Pacific Northwest kind of idea, not as much of an accent, okay, but, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, so we have different accents across. But no, it doesn't, I think it's all in good fun, I think. Uh, Canada and America, we're the closest neighbors. We have the longest unguarded border between us. And I, you know, I can't wait till we can visit you guys down there again. Um, once all this post pandemic right. stuff yeah. is going on, obviously. That might still be a while for all we know too. Yeah, People it's kind of kind of hard to know. But uh, we're the closest neighbors. And I think, you know, we poke fun at you guys as well. Um, if you haven't noticed, you probably haven't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're not you're not consuming our media as much as we're consuming yours uh but yeah we have a way better looking prime minister um <laughs> and he's and he's like he's really young you know like oh, <laughs> he knows probably yeah. what tiktok is um <laughs> and knows enough not to use it so yeah anyway oh yeah well, no, it's, perfect it's good. <laughs> that was one of my top <laughs> questions coming into this podcast i had to know because sometimes when it gets really cold here, me and one of my buddies, we like to do the, oh, it's so cold in Nova Scotia. And just when we're walking back from class or something. So I just felt like, you know, I got to ask the question. I got to ask the question about how she feels about it. So I'm glad to yeah. get that off my chest and that I, I have an answer now. <laughs> so 
Well, I think that'll do it for this week's episode. Man, again, we appreciate having you on. Great time. Again, check out Tight Ends Podcast. Might be on its last episode. Those episodes will still be up for a while. You can always catch up with all the things you missed. And you can catch up on ours as well. Of course, at the Tight Ends on Twitter was Vanda's Twitter. So you can follow her there as well. Uh, With that, I think we'll end it. And we'll see you all next week. Bye.